0: What we've really focused on is trying to make a practical application for the everyday athlete. So we're not talking about adding hours that you don't have per day to try to take care of yourself. We're talking about a few minutes before and after a training set, a few minutes. But what that's going to do is trigger your physiology, trigger your mindset, your emotional state to ramp up or ramp down appropriately. Mm Because otherwise you're sort of running at a high idle trying to maintain this level of performance all the time, whether you're on the field or off the field, and that's going to impact your sleep, your level, uh, your ability to deal with stress or or challenges. Mm -hmm. And over time, you know, that has a really big impact on your longevity in sport. Mm -hmm. You know, what I would say is like statistically in youth sports, one in three athletes burn out and walk away from their sport every, uh, every year. So that's, Uh, a pandemic that people don't talk about.
1: Welcome to the Find the Gap podcast, where we're going to focus on the health and well-being of the support personnel and practitioners within high-performance sport. This will act as a platform for practitioners to share their own insights and experiences that have helped them to progress to where they are today, as well as being a safe environment which they can touch upon moments of vulnerability and other emotional battles that they have had to overcome in order to be successful. My name is Sam, and thanks for joining me on Finding Up Podcast. This podcast episode is brought to you by Team Builder. Team Builder is a software that performance coaches all around the world are using to build programs, distribute workouts, and track athlete progress. It is the perfect fit for professional and academy teams, sports physios, gym owners, schools, and universities. The platform includes multiple max tracking methods, 16 plus reports, evaluation testing, and goal setting features. Coaches also have the access to consultation with Team Builder's in-house sports scientists to help manage and analyze data. Head to teambuilder.com and sign up for the promo code FTG to start your 30-day free trial. On today's podcast, I'm talking to Sun Sachs. And Sun is the CEO and co-founder of Rewire Fitness, uh, an organization that has grabbed my attention over the past few months that is to do with Uh, mental resilience, well-being, self-care for athletes and practitioners within a high performance sport, but also not just for them, for also people who are in equally as demanding roles such as nurses, uh, doctors, and other, as you could say, high-performing individuals. So really keen to get uh, Son's feedback on why he got the motivation of creating such a tool. And so without any further ado, here is the podcast with Son. um son mate thank you very much for jumping on this episode of the pod uh how's your day going because it's evening for you correct in new york
0: yeah yeah it's uh it's evening and we're kind of uh somewhere between spring and summer summer came early and uh yeah enjoying it getting some good training in and uh you know living the startup lifestyle so all good man glad to be on the show
1: that fun intense start lifestyle right what's um what's the training for you at the moment uh, it's a
0: mix uh, three times a week strength, uh, four times a week endurance, uh, and a bit of uh, rucking and some other um, kind of more esoteric training methodologies, BFR, that kind of stuff. So, always trying to make the most of my time and uh, I, I leverage technology wherever I can.
1: Yeah, I love that. Where's the, uh, you're going to go to rock spots up in New York? Like, whereabouts are you in New York? Are you near the city or are you up like more upstate?
0: Yeah, so I'm a little bit upstate um, at the base of the Catskills, so for me, I can literally walk out my door, um, either go on what's called a rail trail, like a converted rail line, uh, or right up into the mountains, and so it's very easy to do, you know, put in a 510 mile ruck, got a couple of heavy weights, and uh, yeah, really enjoy it, Just get out there, yeah.
1: A lot of the things that um, that the guys talk about on this podcast is their connection to either like water, some people like snow as well, but forests as well, and how that can be labeled as different colors, like blue, white, and green. And like, they can be a blue person, a green person, whatever it might be. Uh, So it'd be maybe interesting to see like what really comes out to you. You seem like more of a green person thing up in upstate New York, am I right?
0: Yeah. Green. And if there was a color from mountains, I'm all about it. I uh, grew up in Colorado and, you know, I love mountains more than anything.
1: That's sick. I love that. I've always wanted to go to Colorado. Um, mate, before we, I could feel like I could just talk to you for ages, just started for a few minutes, (laughs) but, um, mate just to give a bit of a background on yourself, um, you know, where you are at the moment and how you got to be where you are.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So starting in Colorado, it's a good, good place to begin. Um, uh, moved out there uh, kind of uh, um, uh, at age nine. Um, I uh, got involved in endurance sports at a very early age. Um, That's very well known in Boulder, Colorado for endurance sports. You're gonna see a lot of cyclists, a lot of triathletes. Um, And back in the day, I got involved in bike racing super early, Uh, started racing at 12 and um, worked my way up to an elite level. All I wanted to do was be a professional bike racer. Um, and I really poured my heart and soul into it and, uh, uh, you know, I got started seeing some success, um, but I had this kind of more is more mentality and a really strong work ethic and, uh, a good amount of sort of, uh, endurance for discomfort. And, uh, I dug myself into a hole. So unfortunately it got to a point where it's training 40 to 50 hours a week, um, down to between zero and 2% body fat and just fried myself and ended up walking away from the sport. Um, so a, um, you know, some achievement, um, but also some disappointment. Uh, and that's kind of where my athletic career bridged to product and software development. Um, and from there, I went into just building products at scale, moving to New York, um, working with various startups and, uh, kind of cutting my teeth on um, solving business and and users uh, problems um, with software and technology. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's those two things, sort of that background in sport and support and knowing how to solve problems with technology that came together um, when I had been tracking a particular branch of science around resilience training and was super excited about the potential Um, even wanted to be a test subject. This came out in 2009 uh, around brain endurance training and uh, you know, I was waiting for it to come to market. It never did. Um, Mm And it's very hard sometimes to apply like the something in the lab to something that's palatable to consumers and scalable to consumers. Um, And one day I was just on the bike trainer. I had this epiphany for how it could be done started building a prototype. We were testing with athletes two weeks later. So hmm. that's kind of the the short of it, but uh, yeah, pretty interesting journey.
1: How frustrating is it to sum up in a short sentence, but it's probably taken years of progression and <laughs> building and planning and collaborating and everything that you need to do in a startup.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, li- life in itself is like an iteration, iter- iterative process. You keep evolving, you, you know, you keep discovering new things, you fail, you succeed. Uh, and a startup is very much that, um, mm-hmm. uh, and you, you kind of have to go through that. Um, mm-hmm. so thankfully, you know, we started with a really like a strong idea and then the the product itself even evolved, um, beyond the inter- ori- original idea. Um, and, uh, you know, I think our timing's good too, just in general, in terms of bringing something to market that people need, uh, and that they're, they're kind of coming around to as an important aspect to performance and health and wellness.
1: Yeah, so like, what when you're talking about this epiphany you had on the bike, like, what was the problem that you you were seeking to resolve with um now what you created as rewire? What was the problem that you wanted to fix?
0: Yeah, it's just recognizing that um, you know the traditional way of building uh, building resilience of, of of building grit of building uh, mental toughness, any of those terms. The traditional way is you um, you push your athletes very very hard, and as a side effect, and it is a side effect, um, they're going to get more mentally tough, or they're going to break. One or the other, right? Um, but the problem with that is, one, it's not a direct path. Uh, meaning, um, you know, as you as your athletes become more fit, more resilient, um, it's literally just uh, diminished returns over time. Uh, and, uh, what you put into it, you don't get the same level of output or level of benefit. Uh, and two, it can, you know, obviously like in my case, you know, I was super hard, mentally tough, but that actually was the worst thing for me because I just buried myself. Right. So finding a better way to build that resilience, that's healthy, that's sustainable. And that really translates to performance was the exciting part of, uh, the idea when I had that epiphany.
1: Mm. And so you're taking a lot of your own kind of experience from in the past in cycling and, and you said driving yourself into a hole in a way and that being a motivation to creating rewire. What, what would you, if you had this kind of service, what would you as an athlete do back in the day when you were in such an elite stage of your cycling?
0: Yes. So the, there are a couple of, couple of aspects. Um, you know, when I was, this is, you know, when I was, uh, very serious athlete. I'm still a serious athlete, but, you know, uh, not at that level anymore. Um, there were really many, there were really many wearables. So mm-hmm. um, uh, at, at the time, uh, you know, farther into my career, Polar came out with heart rate monitors. That was pretty much it, right? There weren't whoops. There weren't mm-hmm. um, Garmin's and all kinds of other devices. So I didn't have a lot of data and I couldn't see if I was reaching that threshold of overtraining, mm-hmm. um, and you kind of just think you, you know, you kind of have to be somewhat optimistic as an athlete. You think if I can make it through the training blocks, I'm gonna get stronger, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so one, having a tool that would give me the perspective on where I'm really at, which is what part of what rewired rewire does is it gives you a breakdown of your cognitive, physical, and emotional state each day and how that's trending. But then two, having um, tools for self-care and for building resilience that literally, um, aren't going to impact and can be kind of siloed or separated from training would have been a really big help for me, um, as opposed to just everything's about riding your bike. That's it. There's no other, no other work you need to do. It'll just, uh, magically take care of itself and you're somehow recover your mind, body emotions every day um as opposed to just taking care of that overload and and monitoring that progress and and finding a better way to sort of progress in a scalable let's say um sustainable way Mm. would have been really helpful for me for sure Mm.
1: yeah for sure and it's good that it's um it's growing like you're saying it's um hitting in the right time at a good time um in elite sport which is it'll grow which is fantastic um from again my very inexperienced and um I don't know, not inexperienced uh, view at all with uh startups or with with this at, a, at the moment. But I wanted to get your opinion because it's a question I ask a lot of the guys that are involved in like a high coaching role or um in the physical rehab or a high performance space. Like, w- what do you think is your opinion on the importance of um you know mental well being and and self care? Um, obviously self care being a very broad term because you know rehab and gym and everything could be self care. But let's talk about more the mental um, performance side of things, how important is that in the umbrella of high performance, along with your strength and conditioning, your on-field conditioning, your, um, psychology, um, or, yeah, you know, where, where, where is that and how, how important is that?
0: Yeah, I would, I would put it on, e- on equal standing with those other kind of pillars of, um, of training and coaching, because, um, you know, as you're working your way up, let's see, let's say from, uh, a, a junior, High school level up to college up to professional the the pressure cooker if you will just gets worse and and more and more things uh, are going to negatively impact the athlete that they have to somehow strive to overcome whether it be social pressures uh school uh increased training load and they need some way to offload that offload that stress manage the stress keep it in check um and it doesn't take, you know, what what we've really focused on is trying to make a practical application f- for the everyday athlete. So we're not talking about adding hours that you don't have per day to try to take care of yourself. We're talking about a few minutes before and after a training set, a few minutes. Um, but what that's gonna do is trigger your physiology, trigger your mindset, um, uh, trigger your your emotional state to ramp up or ramp down appropriately, Mm because otherwise you're sort of running at a high idle, trying to maintain this level of performance all the time, whether you're on the field or off the field, and that's going to impact your sleep. You know, it's going to impact your, um, your level, uh, your ability to deal with stress or, or challenges. Mm -hmm. And over time, you know, that has a really big impact on your longevity in sport. You know, what I would say is like statistically in youth sports, one in three athletes burn out and walk away from their sport every, uh, every year. So that's, (laughs) that's a massive, that's like a, uh, a pandemic that people don't talk about is this.
1: uh, That's a a crazy stuff.
0: It is. Yeah. Um, you know, the problem is once you're, once you're in a burnout state, that's it. The, the solution is to back off from your sport Mm. when i burnt out i didn't get on a bike i didn't look at a bike for eight years Mm. and that's typical like i have a lot of buddies who they got through you know they were in college sports got to a pretty high level like one friend of mine um he once beat michael phelps in the pool like one of the best like probably the best of Mm. all time and he hasn't been in the pool for 12 years (laughs) <laughs> like oh, he wow. can't even just can't do it, you know? Yeah.
1: No, it's yeah. crazy. Well, like walk me through, walk me through like the actual application then itself, like someone who doesn't ever use Rewire before, um, you know, who's it best for, what are they doing on the app? Uh, what's offered on the app um, and yeah, what is it trying to achieve?
0: Yeah. So it starts off with uh, a morning readiness practice. Basically uh, the athlete wakes up in the morning within about 30 minutes of waking up in a consistent manner, ideally Mm. sitting down before they get really active, they open up the app. If they're using wearables, we'll sync the wearables data. Uh, If not, that's fine. You don't have to have any wearable data. And they go through a 90 second test, which basically assesses them physically, emotionally, and cognitively. Mm. Uh, It's both objective and subjective data. It's not just like questionnaires and through that um, we're able to look at where they're at compared to their baseline uh, and then use that as an intervention uh, which we call a recipe where we'll curate different protocols to help them make the best of their day so let's just say they had a bad night's sleep um, and because of it they're having um, a greater amount of cognitive fatigue because they didn't quite Recover, uh, you know, cognitively. Maybe they're a little more emotional. The system's picking up on the things that they would normally never have any real insight into. Like, how do you know (laughs) how overloaded your brain is? Maybe you have a little bit of brain fog, but you can't really put a number on it. This is going to be like your 5% off your baseline. And here's what you do about it. Yeah. From there, you know, we're supporting them throughout the day, bringing them back in to help them with sleep and, uh, uh, think of it like a, like a uh, like a like a wellness coach that's just keeping an eye on on where you're at and uh, supporting you as you need it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you feel like um, your current people that are you're reaching out to, or people who are at reach um, you're trying to get onto the app, or people who are reaching out to yourself, uh, are they more? Have you got any practitioners within the sporting environment who want to utilize it for themselves as well or is it mainly just the athletes who are trying to be your target market for this
0: yeah uh, we we definitely do yeah um we we have a number of groups where it's not just being used by the athletes but it's being used by the coaches or the staff supporting the team you know obviously the the staff supporting the team uh they have a lot of stress on their shoulders as well and they need to be at the top of their game Mm -hmm. Uh, so uh, we're definitely seeing we're seeing that use case happen we're also seeing um, other high stress uh, populations like emergency workers and doctors using it as well Mm -hmm. Um, it's one of those things where even though it's very uh like it's 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 created for uh, sport there's general applications that uh, people are sort of self-selecting and finding and using the app and seeing some benefit.
1: So, Mm. Did you think about like strain, for example, of an athlete compared to a strain of a paramedic who's working or a nurse who's working long hours? That's, you know, that might be similar from a a 90 minute game of football to a six hour shift in a nursing, probably even more in a nursing ward uh, and the amount of strain and stress they go through. So being able to manage that hundred percent, I reckon that's, uh, that's valuable. Um, yeah, and you
0: want and you want to make good decisions when you're under that strain so what can mm, you do to to deal with it right
1: um, yeah yeah I, God, I couldn't imagine being put in that situation where you've got a multiple hours a shift and then you've got to go into surgery or something because you definitely want to be switched on um exactly now with uh with yourself running a startup like how how have you how have you stayed mentally well being uh creating rewire <laughs> Uh, what what have kind of been like your escapes in a way? Like obviously you live up in the mountains, which is fantastic. And we want to create a color for the mountains, maybe brownish white. I'm not too sure. We'll, we'll work on that. Uh, but what what are your ways to try and stay mentally well when you're trying it? Cause I'm not saying from experience, but I can imagine a startup is pretty intense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're right about that. Um, and it's, it's a, it's an endurance sport if you will. Um, so it's a, it's a long haul, a typical startup, you know, you're, you're, burning the candle on both ends for many years before you see, you know, big success. It just takes, you know, there's no overnight successes aside from maybe AI, (laughs) even that there's no, uh, uh, no overnight success takes a lot of time to build tech. Um, so yeah, the things that, um, that I do my, um, my, uh, kind of lifestyle. So I definitely do, uh, the rewire protocol. I mean, thankfully we built something that helps, helps us, as founders uh, keep going. So I'll do the readiness assessment in the morning. I also measure some other things, like I use a specific HRV monitor that I've been using for more than a decade. Um, I do like a uh, gratitude slash meditation practice after that. Mm -hmm. I'm not even looking at my phone other than to do the readiness Mm -hmm. for the first half hour. Go for a walk every morning with the dogs. work nice. in one to two training sessions a day. Um, but I have to be flexible. So I've learned that I, you know, better to get in, you know, 30 minute strength session, than hold to a high standard and say, like, unless I can do an hour and a half, it's not worth it, right? Because you'll never get it done. Yeah, right. um, so <laughs> those things. And the last thing is just to time, time block out time with the family. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly, there is a challenge there. Uh, it's not easy, but uh, if I can keep all those things somewhat in check, then, uh, you know, the rest is just work and I love what I do. So it it, it tends to be fairly sustainable.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think one of the main struggles that a lot of the guys on this podcast have is initially is their, um, their work-life balance kind of thing. Um, when you're on, you've got no work hours to commit, you've, you've got your own kind of goals to hit kind of thing. How uh, how hard is that to maintain a work-life balance when you're, you've got these goals in your head that you want to achieve, you want to push for, you want to, you want to get to the next level, you want to get to the next success where it's going to help rewire, it's going to help the business grow, it's going to help that extra email to that extra connection kind of thing. Um, how do you switch off in a way that helps you, you know, be time, have time with family, you're not at a Christmas lunch and you keep thinking about the next thing you'll be doing. <laughs> like how how yeah. well are you with that?
0: I'm okay with it. I, I would say I'm not uh, not the best at it, as my wife would say, but uh, <laughs> that's being generous. Um, but yeah, the I definitely am, uh, I would say, good at, like I said, time blocking. So, um, you know, aside from an emergency, there's a certain set of time I'm going to spend uh, with the family every single day, and uh, I'm going to dedicate that time and i'll just you know the five things that i think i i gotta do you know there i i have time uh time in my schedule blocked out for sort of the deep work or the follow-ups and i just optimize my time for you know every hour of the day i Mm -hmm. I know i'm going to be more effective for deep thinking in the morning so i'll block out time for that i know i'm going to um You know, I could do more cursory high level maintenance type of work later in the day. I'll Mm -hmm. do that workout. I have to, you know, it's not the highest priority though. It's very important to me personally. So it's either going to be morning or night. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And sometimes, and I, and I'm, and there's sort of like, if you stack rank the priorities, Mm -hmm. a good night's sleep with how long my day is, is more important than a workout. So if it comes to that, I will choose a longer night's sleep. I'm not going to do the, um, you know, I'll well, just get up at 3 a.m. and do the workout. Like that's, it's not going to be sustainable. And for my lifestyle, it's got to be, the whole thing's got to be sustainable to keep going, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Training harder, sorry, training smarter rather than harder.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just try to be really time efficient. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, another thing with, with Rewire, like is there a difference between um, how, Rewise really use like an individual basis compared to like a team basis at all? Like have you got is it all just uh you measure the individual within a team and we we collaborate from there? Or is there a way that you do it with a team differently to work with an individual?
0: Yeah, it's a good question. So we built the product to be um very uh very accessible, very easy to use for the individual athlete and then depending on the team culture and sort of how that team operates Mm -hmm. the the two different options that we typically see are either um, they just deploy rewire to the individuals and they use it for themselves and the the technology supports them individually Mm -hmm. or um, they can use our teams platform which basically gives the high level and detailed view of the entire team all the people using the system and has a sports psychology toolkit built in so the practitioners can directly and proactively work with the athletes using the tool set that we provide mm. so there's you know you could do it either way depending it, it really does vary on the depending on the team culture
1: yeah i like that yeah so that's is there much of the education side of things that you guys provide and so, like, hey this is this is what we pro- provide as the, as the product is the app, but like, this is how you can utilize it within a individual setting, B team setting, C work life setting, whatever it might be. Do you provide much education like that?
0: A good amount. Yeah, yeah that's, that's um yeah. That's because this is a pretty new category. uh, yeah. The education pieces is, is really important. So we also, you know, we have guest writers and experts writing content, um, we're going to do a certification program soon we have like ebooks and a, a bunch of other free resources so yeah we really try to give people the the information on, on how how it should be used and um, tips and tricks and all that good stuff.
1: Nice. And what about for all the, like the the data scientists out there and the and the number nerds? Like that, do you provide like a little bit of, like a summary for like how they're progressing with their week or month, for example, or is it literally just like this is how we um this is how we respond day to day? This is how you well, you said they compare against averages, correct, or um like a baseline?
0: Yeah, baseline. Yeah, yeah. within a standard deviation. So, for the data nerds, uh, myself included. Uh, there's layers of data that you can access. So at a high level, we want to just give informed direction to the individual athletes. But even within the app, you can um, keep tapping and expanding sort of the deeper level data points that are driving the algorithm. So For instance, a practitioner could look and see okay someone's in a bad cognitive state and the dashboard will flag that athlete as hey they're they've shifted off their baseline it's trending down take Mm -hmm. a look at this. They can open up that and they can not only see the trend chart, uh, but they can also look at the key indicators of specifically why that's happening, they may Mm -hmm. see like a self reported level of stress. They may see a uh, decline in their reaction time as tested in the app. You know, they may see um, a level of frustration that's increasing. So, the, like getting ahead of those things and being able to look at specifically what is driving that calculation and that uh, recommendation is important for for a lot of folks. So it's it's there, uh, but we don't overwhelm. So it's kind of like you got to dig in and see it.
1: Mm. Yeah. I love that. I love, I love it can just be put into like a routine for different people. So like people who are active in the morning or more switched on the morning, it could be used as a little bit of like a, a focusing um, tool or a people at the end of a workout could be used as like a calming down, breathing or centering kind of tool, meditation mm-hmm. tool. Uh, you know, first thing when they wake up, um, uh, I think it's, it's good in that respect. It's handy. It's um, like, again, for the data guys out there, it's, uh, it's fun. Uh, it's good to see the the interactions with it. Um, I've enjoyed using it. It's been about a few weeks now. I'm really cool to really excited to get a little bit more into the uh, nitty-gritty bits of it. um but nice. part, um apart from that, mate, um we'll 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 run we'll head towards the end of the podcast. but um in terms of next for yourself and uh, rewire, what's the the next steps? where's uh, the next few months looking like for you guys?
0: yeah um so we keep uh keep growing uh on the team side that's really our focus is helping teams and organizations so uh we'll uh people want to check us out on linkedin you can kind of see it see that evolve uh, we iterate on the product all the time so um, you know there are releases within the app and the the dashboard product um, the app you can just download from the store but uh, the app stores but the dashboard you'd have to get a Uh, you know, a pilot or a program going, but really looking at like, what are the things that, you know, practitioner and coaches need to help um, sort of eliminate steps and um, create more efficiencies. So not just what we do, but other tools like training plans and other things that they're doing sort of ad hoc across multiple tools, Mm -hmm. folding that into rewire to just help consolidate, you know, all the things they got to do mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know, we'll just keep iterating based on feedback. So the good thing about working with a startup is we're very open to new ideas. In fact, that's what drives our roadmap. So, you know, uh, for those that want to engage with us uh, you know, you'll see some of your, some of your thoughts and ideas come to life. Cause uh, that's what we're about.
1: That's cool. Cause like you'd have so many different places that have so many, different ideas that have worked and not worked from the past and different brands and different organizations um and moving back to what you said about the dashboard kind of thing so if you had um uh, an organization buy into your into rewire and you had all the players on this system uh and they put an individual on their app this dashboard for example from the practitioner they can see all the entries and everything from their dashboard from everyone that's put into on their team is that correct
0: yeah so they can see um, the daily entries, they can see, you know, how everyone's doing overall, mm-hmm. cognitively, physically, emotionally, what the key indicators are, what sessions they're doing in Rewire, and uh, how much that's helping them. Uh, so they'll see specifically what sessions, the the percentage of improvement after the session, mm-hmm. uh, the frequency, so they can really um, start to correlate. You know, I have a couple of athletes I'm concerned with here's what I'm recommending, or I'll let the app run. Uh, and then they can see the outcome with those trends, then trending back up and improving, mm-hmm. uh, through the use of the tool. So we're all about, you know, data-driven decisions, but also making it really easy
1: mm-hmm. uh, yeah. to use. Yeah, No, I, I really like that. It's, um, uh, it's very interactive and it's, it kind of makes it interactive for the, um, uh, for the athletes and rather than just ending in their, like a wellness questionnaire for example it's much more interactive and a, it might be able to get a little bit more buy-in from an entire team more so than you would from like your smarter bases or your regular kind of q and a's in the morning or as soon as you enter training kind of thing um, i love that i really do mate uh and then obviously that's a, that's where you, you guys are moving forward what what's the best way to reach out to yourself uh if people are interested or people want to get a little bit more information about yourself or your
0: Yeah, they can reach out to me. Uh, The best is via our email, uh, sun at rewire.team. And then our website is rewirefitness.app. And we're on all the socials, rewirefitness. You can find us by searching. uh, And same with uh, LinkedIn as well, rewirefitness.
1: Cool. Cool. I'll I'll put all that in the show notes, mate. So that's no issue at all. But um, I'm keen to keep using this. I'm keen to keep um, uh, experimenting with it um i'm excited to see where you guys go with it um i enjoy this chat really do i got a lot out of it mate and uh, it's interesting to see uh your motivations behind it uh you and the rest of the crew at uh, rewire so i wish you all the best man Um uh, please yeah, keep in contact with a bit more chat after i stop the recording here but i really do appreciate your time this uh this evening in uh, new york
0: absolute pleasure thanks Sam.
1: cheers mate So thank you to Sun for sparing the time in the afternoon in New York uh, for chatting with me on the podcast. It was really good to get your insight into the app and your motivations behind the app and your experiences as a cyclist. Your personal experiences that you went through and how that is given you motivation to grow. Uh, I'm sorry, build and uh, build this this, uh, this application and help it grow for the benefit of others. So yeah, really appreciate it, mate. Thank you very much. Um, I really did enjoy your your insights into the need and necessity of mental well-being and mental performance within a high-performing uh, environment and organisation. So really good i think it's an application that will be utilized by many out there uh and not just in the sporting environment so thanks very much mate i uh, do appreciate uh stands for providing the music for this episode and also for team builder for sponsoring this episode i uh, appreciate you all listening into this episode as i do appreciate every single time i release one i uh, got a few more guests coming up in the next few weeks so listen out and um until then i'll speak to you later